0: Hello everyone, and welcome to View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pereco. Our opening song features Sunset Serenade by Cyclone. Albums and singles are available in all music stores and platforms. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. Each week, we create a place for you to rest your heart by providing the platform for peaceable connection to the most gifted light workers intuitive, alternative healers who will surprise you with something different, something outside of what's expected, innovative and unique. Our shows are held on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time and 9 a.m. Pacific time. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. Take my call. At any moment, before or during the show, you can opt for take my call and jump the long line of callers. We are now following the pay what you can business model. You pay what you feel our services are worth to you. You can send a payment using PayPal.me slash P-U-R-P-C-O and add the amount that you want. To request a show, please write to Claudia Paretko at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, close your eyes and get in touch with the present, the only reality. Feel your body, feel your breath, and let it drift back to the present moment.
1: Welcome, everybody, to you 2022, The Art of Self-Healing, Part 3. We are fine-tuning the process with Yovan Nicola. Join host Yovan Nicola today and listen to this Part 3 of fine-tuning, the subtleties and nuances of the process. So, this is the Part 3 of Self-Healing the art of self-healing topic. And in each one of the parts that we have been covering, host and Nicolaou has explained us the art of self-healing. What is it to self-heal? What is the power behind that? What are the transportation techniques that are the organic process making the self of love conscious? within the emotion and physical body, how to transform this, how to separate and make resistance less, so you can claim the light of the soul. Also, we talk about some of the doubts that happen, some of the processes that you need to go through, and now we're talking about fine-tuning the process, The host is going to explain us a little bit more about what we have heard, because you can always go back and listen to that. You can find all the links to release into these um, episodes before, iTunes, Black Talk Radio, Facebook, YouTube, anywhere, so just go and look for those so you can learn all of it. Also... The host today is offering to anyone that wants to listen to a meditation with, by the name, Sovereign Experience. And this is a meditation to regain your sovereign And for that, please email uh, our host, Sylvan at SovereignMastery at gmail.com. But now let's bring the host today so she can explain us a little bit more and what does she mean by fine-tuning the process. Hey, Siobhan,
2: welcome. Oh, good morning. It's so good to be here.
1: It is. It's is okay. a fantastic morning. And what, what could be better than having you here?
2: Nothing could be better than this right now, i got to tell you. <laughs> it's always wonderful, and it's really exciting to um, kind of wind up this three-part series with some tips that everybody who's been tuning in or, you know, not can take away um, from today, you know, and to include in their practice. It's good to have reminders, and so... When we spoke about in part one, as you said earlier, we uh, talked about what emotional energy is and the difference between emotional energy and your feelings. And we experience emotions when we're ungrounded and we experience our feelings clearly when we're stable in the presence of our inner being or grounded. Um, In part two, we had a lot of fun because we had interaction with uh, a wonderful um, guest who we went through the process of transmuting, uh, one of the inner processes of transmuting uh, emotional energy, uh, which is reclaiming the light of the soul. Uh, Most people experience the soul in its lower nature. Uh, In truth, it is made of spirit like everything else, but like everything else, we also have to make it conscious within us. It just doesn't happen because we know it. (laughs) And so on that, today it brings us to um, wanting to gift anyone, again, a uh, sovereign experience meditation. So if you would like to, again, um, look at my email address, uh, sovereignmastery at gmail.com. We'll be happy to send you uh, a link so you can use it. Uh, The tips that we have, work with the inner being that you are. The inner being that you are is made of of love, just like everything else in this dimension. Uh, We're born into the world of duality. We're given the glasses of duality, and that's really the doorway to higher consciousness. Duality is the door or the experience, right? And love is the key to the door, and God is the revelation within the love that you are. And so one of the most important things that we remind people of is to see through the eyes of truth, even though you don't quite embody it yet. What you do in that process is you help train the mind out of its dualistic state. Now, this works with transforming the emotional energy within the soul, which creates that divided person. Perspective to begin with so it's not doing one or the other it's working with both in fact if you just worked on transforming the emotional energy your perspective would naturally shift because what you think is how you feel so when you work consciously with the loving being that you are then you have to remind take that word apart remind yourself so reprogram the mind To the truth. And the truth is that everything here is love. Everything. It just looks different way or it smells a different way or it acts a different way, but it is love. It just doesn't know it. And so try to remind yourself of this fact as you move through life because it'll help bring you to clarity in every moment. It'll help bring you back to the truth of who you are. Now, love is the to experiencing truth. It's one thing to know the truth, and it's another thing to arrive at that truth. Uh, You know, using love as the step to let that truth emerge naturally from within you. And so when we choose to see through the glasses, through the eyes of love, we choose to see the truth in the situation. Now, duality is what we experience when we look into the world. So that's a very important thing. So, you know, when the mind starts to take you to another place with it, you know that if you're viewing it as black or white, you're viewing it through the lens of duality or the world. And so when you decide that you're going to see things, perceive things through love, it makes things easier. Now, the way we recommend that you do that, and we spoke about this before, and this is working consciously, again, with this inner being that you are, and if you imagine this beautiful golden orb of you connected to your solar plexus, which in fact it is, and this is the consciousness, again, that you inhaled at birth. This is the higher consciousness that only you can make conscious within your experience. Otherwise, it just does its own thing like a child who's never been guided to go to bed. Um, So, you know, what time it is to go to bed? It doesn't know. It just drifts around wherever you let it, you know, move. So the first step, the first tip to working consciously with this inner being is to, number one, choose to see things through love. Number two, know that the only way to do that is to be in the presence of that love. So it's not enough just to think a loving thought. To think a loving thought is human. To see through the eyes of love is seeing through the eyes of your divinity. And so when you work with that golden orb to stay down below your feet, that's one thing we'd like you to do. And these are things that you can take one at a time. So many people want the end result and they want to just eat the whole cake at once and we say just take one little slice of it at a time and enjoy that slice thoroughly so this would be a piece you know depending upon where you are is to work with that orb and keep it below your feet when you can consistently keep that loving being that you are all the way down in the form throughout your day that is a great start and when you feel the shift then we invite you to do the next thing the second thing First is to get into the loving the presence of your loving being by working consciously with that orb. When the mind is taking you to doubt or this negative place, in other words you're resonating way too much with the human experience with the world. It's really important to remember to drop that bubble of your loving being and you can drop it real quickly the longer you work with keeping it down below your feet and grounded from the base of the spine the more it's going to naturally begin to settle deeper within the form and when you start to experience a dualistic thought or uh, emotion then when you drop your energy field you'll see how Short of a distance it actually is now compared to when you first started working with this orb so it might only be three feet up in the body or it might be just above your knees uh, but again that's enough to have you engaged in the human ex- because love is non-resistant and it, it contains you and therefore you're aware of duality but you're not engaging with it and so if your orb is drifting up in, in any way that leaves the physical body which contains the emotional energy it leaves it open to resonate with the world. and So it can be just above your ankles or right above your feet, and you can have a dualistic experience. So it's important to remember that when you're having an experience, just to automatically drop your energy field, work with it enough that you create this wonderful cooperative relationship with this being that you are, and then drop it. Inhale the golden light. Always remember, When you're down below the feet, inhale that golden light down the spine and exhale it out the feet. And what that does is it stabilizes you in the love that you are. Then, and only then, we want you to address, again, that which doesn't know itself to be the love that it is. So say you have a negative thought, which we get. Sometimes we're overrun or influenced by our environment we've allowed ourselves to get to be influenced we haven't kept stronger stronger in our love and we have this negative thought that wants to take us in a different direction so what do we do with a negative thought you're you're reminding yourself as well as loving yourself through the process of wholeness of of manifesting the experience of wholeness in your life So when you drop that loving being, it literally radiates in all directions from within the spine and seven to nine feet around you. Then and only then do we want you to address the negative thought, the negative thought. Maybe it's doubt. That's why they call it a shadow. It's a big shadow. Doubt is a big shadow. And so say something is coming up for your attention, then the only attention we want to give it is the attention of non-resistance. So, It's important, again, to drop your energy, then address a negative thought. And when I was reminding myself through this process, I would say things after I got, you know, made sure I was stable in my loving being. I would speak to the mind from this place, from the love that I am, and I would say, you have no power in the presence of your essence most high. And and then I would watch how, not with thinking, but I would observe through the eyes of love how that would shift the hold it, quote, wanted to keep me in had I gone to a thought of resistance. Had I gone to a place of I don't want to think you, therefore creates resistance instead of being in the love that I am and then simply speaking to it. Uh, knowing it doesn't recognize itself to be the love that it is. And the only way anything is going to recognize itself as the love that it is is by the love that you continue consistently to hold within and around you. And so then I would say things like, um, I am love, you are love, and we are loved. That was one of the first lines that I ever came up with to you know, help the mind uh, feel safe enough to let go these dark thoughts. Um, they all come from your emotional body. That's where your thoughts are. Then they manifest. It's just most people live in their mental and spiritual bodies so much that that's where they interpret everything that comes into their experiences through the mind. So that can be in visions and that can also be in words. So that's a really good couple of tips there. Um, let's see. I can't emphasize enough to take the processes that you learn one slice at a time. When I began this process of golden light brought to be to me by my guides, I uh, resisted it because um, I thought I just knew it all already. And, you know, after you do your inner work that you know to do for so long, there can be resistance toward trying something new. And um, the, I overcame the resistance because I knew it so deeply. I couldn't ignore it. And so to to know what I'm talking about is to experience what I'm talking about. And you, the only way you can experience something is by doing the work. So um, it was my realizing that grounding was the first step. And what that meant over 30 years ago is completely different than what it is now. Um, and so to also remember uh, that Oh, okay, wait a second. I just lost my thought. There's a deer out the window. <laughs> I got distracted. <laughs> He's got beautiful horns. Anyway, um so the one thing I had to remember was to take it one step at a time. And so for me it was learning how to ground and to not be hard on yourself and to not expect instant results. Again, it's a practice like everything else. And so um So you have to remember uh, as a tip is to not be hard on yourself and to take it like playing a um, violin where you have to learn how to position that violin under your chin and you have to learn how to position your fingers and, um, You know, you have to learn how to hold the bow, correct, and and to read music. And so it's one little step at a time. And if you try to do it all at once, you're not going to be successful. So take it one little slice at a time, enjoy that slice completely, and you'll have a shift much sooner than trying to do it all at once and feeling like a failure that nothing has happened. So you'll always feel victorious if you take these steps Um, one at a time. So when I worked with the grounding, I didn't think about anything. I just allowed it to happen. I just kept working with what I knew to be true and let it evolve as it did. And within, it was weeks, you know, I would have these shifts and i go, oh, that was nice. And then I'd be able to work on the next step. So we always like people to be successful in in their experience, because that's really the only way to um, move forward much faster. So shadows of the mind and learning that. Um, Let's see. Yeah, um, I think one of the most important things, again, is to learn how to drop your energy field. And and when you do that, um, you know, be aware of the indicators, which are negative thinking and emotions that become active because your ungrounded feeling is resonating with external reality and becoming bigger within you as an emotion. We have to remember these things that we can control them um, in the moment. Buffering with your inner being is really important. Uh, Let's see. Um, Alone time. It's really important that you allow yourself uh, adequate time, more time under the bridge, as it's been called, um, to really learn how to stabilize in yourself um, so you can be more effective throughout your day. It's important that you allow um, your environment, no matter how busy you are, um, you've got to take that time for you because if you don't, you'll just be run by everything around you and being stable in your being um, won't, won't let that happen. It'll help you be stable no matter how much you have going on and it'll help you establish a much better low if you uh, allow yourself the time that's required to uh, be stronger in the truth of who you are, be here. One of the meditation tips uh, that we'd like to give you today also is um, to pay attention right now as you're sitting up looking straight forward and then just close your eyes. And with your head straight up and your eyes closed, look at where the energy settles within you. It's most often, unless you've been meditating quite a while and used to it, it's most often settled right in the middle of your forehead. And if you take your head and just bow it, bow it down just a little bit, bring your chin, eyes closed, toward the chest. Notice now, with your head bowed just a little, how the energy more easily drops from the forehead or the mind down to the center, which is right above your navel. And this is what we have people do initially in the meditation. And we also want to remind you the more relaxed you are, the more receptive you are. So I learned how to train, I trained myself to let go of tension in the moment or being hard on myself in the moment. This wasn't even just with spiritual practice. This was other things. By feeling my shoulders drop and saying, no, I'm going to love myself more right now. Even when negative thinking would try to be predominant in my mind, I would drop my shoulders and say to myself, no, I'm going to love myself more right now. And as I began to learn to teach myself to make that connection, It's body, mind, and feeling connection. It's not just mind and body. Um, Then I also saw how over time that in that way of um, allowing spirit to move into that moment through dropping those shoulders and making another declaration, I wasn't in resistance to the uh, negativity that was trying to overcome me. I was just declaring from a different place within my being that I choose love instead. And so I also noticed that the orb, the more I was physically relaxed and mentally relaxed, the more that orb could stay deeper within the body. So we, we can push ourselves we can push our true nature out by being uptight and too busy. And so another thing that I would like to uh, tip I'd like to give you is to when you wake up in the morning. To the being that comes back into your body to give you another day immediately. And it's like showing yourself the spirit that is you some respect, you know, because without that spirit in you, you don't have a life here. And so to bring it consciously into your experience, you know, of your waking moments of the day and throughout the day is, is another way to help you connect consciously with that golden orb that you're actually addressing, that being that gives you life So remembering that, to bring it in before you do something, bring it in before you have that talk, um, you know, make it conscious, because the more you do that, the more you're making the consciousness that you are conscious. You're bringing it into your experience, which eventually makes it an automatic part of the framework of your reality, not just in knowing that it's possible. So... It's really about it's more than self soothing, but it is a level of self soothing is to just make other choices and be easier on yourself see Did you have a question Claudia
1: yes i i was, I was thinking on um, um so so in this process of self conscious and self healing, how do you address uh, physical matters like like I can feel the emotional part of that, but when you have a physical matter, an illness, something that is part of the body, but we know that nothing is apart, everything is together. But many times um, myself, I feel like like what I believe, it is not what I manifest, meaning I believe that I have the power to self-heal. But when I have had any physical ailment, it's still there regardless of my thought or belief. So is there something you're, Mia, I'm doing wrong? Is, 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 is there a change in the way that you feel the consciousness to make that
2: better or, or is it, it is what it is? Well, you know, people say is a cigar is just a cigar or it is what it is, and it really isn't what it is, and it isn't a cigar. There's, there's never – a cigar is not a cigar um, unless you're playing by the rules of the world. Then you can just sum it up to it is what it is. One of my favorite lines from Einstein quote is, you cannot solve a problem with the same consciousness that created it. Now, I've been doing self-healing for a long time within myself, And um, it takes a long time. You know, it's moves quite a bit faster now because of the, the way we're, the rate at which we are evolving. Like when we started this work over 30 years ago, I mean, it's been a slower process because of the consciousness of the time that lend to what it actually does now. Now, when you, people have to realize that emotional energy is part of the physical experience, not part of the spiritual experience. The essence of emotions is love. And when you transform the emotional energy, you transform it to the love that it is. So you literally are transforming the lead within the aura that weighs you down back into the gold, which is the light of the soul, not the heaviness of the soul that most people experience the soul at. We have to make it all conscious or so we always experience it as physical. So... There it it is a process. What happens in these miracle healings that people have is they actually let go enough to allow the God in them to, to heal. We, but you have to learn how to nurture the connection within yourself to make conscious the consciousness that you are. Golden light meditation does that, and you know, people say, Oh, well, it's just another meditation. I've done thousands of different meditations my whole life, and you know, what makes this one different? Well, number one. When you're bringing golden light into the form, you're awakening the the spirit within the form. Um, you're awakening the love within the form first, because the love is the key. Remember, love is the key to overcoming duality. It is a step uh, it is a step for humans uh, that can't be ignored unless they want to stay split within themselves. Love is the key to to transforming. dualistic perspective that's why it keeps coming back in all these different forms through different people throughout the ages because they say all you need is love and it's absolutely true but you don't need it you can't get it from the outside in to make any sort of a difference the healing and everything and illness begins within you so when the physical body is forming in the womb as we discussed in part one you begin to be imbued with emotional energy based upon how you feel As a form it it is part of the physical experience and so if you choose to take on form you're going to have emotional energy and that is that is what creates all the perceptions of uh, division within it and so that is a really important thing to do so when you learn to experience the physical body as the consciousness it is because you've been working with the body over time as consciousness then you have a different relationship to the physical body as consciousness so again as we as I have addressed and continue to address physical things within myself I, I am aware of the emotional energy that creates the disease within the form because it's never not emotional energy that creates disease people say it's genetic but it's not these patterns are passed down through
0: generations,
2: and they create patterns within the physical body that then people want to call genetics but we're all predisposed to all these things but because these patterns there tend to run in families in a certain way like everybody kind of gets patterns same way same way then we have this experience kind of the same way unless you evolve your way out of it so um, when I imagine my physical body as consciousness which i do more often now than ever because i don't even see it as having organs inside of it i just see it as the light that it is then if something comes up i'm able to address it what's going on here
1: like um let me ask you something for example when i'm uh, like like when i am sleeping now i'm going through the process of uh thoughts so when i'm sleeping i get those hot flashes so i have been trying to focus on them and and change the way that, like uh, they are not comfortable gotcha but i've been seeing my so i've been paying attention like oh my god they ha- they start in this part of my body when they happen, and I don't see it as that. To me, menopause is a beautiful process where you are um, entering to the next step. Now the hot flashes are are uncomfortable to me because then I, they wake me up. So, but I'm trying to focus on them into okay. figuring how is it that the that the in Temperature is um, making a difference in the body itself. So, and I've been trying okay, well, to talk to innate, which is the one that makes that that is in the consciousness of my body. I call it my innate, which is in okay. charge of that process, and try to work with innate so it makes them more variable. Uh, but then. Okay. I you Number. I, you
2: start to, okay. Well, uh-huh. you know, many years ago we were talking about all this because I've been doing this work a long time, and me and a couple of friends of mine are just going, "You don't have to go through these things that people say you're subjected to." It is a uh-huh. collective that makes it the women believe that they hit a certain age and this is what they experience, and I've always said. Uh, for the past three decades, I just do not believe in menopause, and I don't believe I have to go through it. And I didn't go through it. I mean, the doctor wanted because of my age to put me on these things, and I said, Whoa, 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 wait a second. Get a blood test and see where I'm at before you try to start pumping me based on my age for hormones. And we did a blood test, and she says, Well, based on our tests, and we see that you've you've already gone through it. And I said, See, and I didn't even know it because. We create our own experience of life, and I, the fact that you have a positive outlook to menopause will make it shorter, and it'll make it easier. But where it, the people get caught up is in resistance to any part of anything. So you mm-hmm. can say, you know, I'm making peace with menopause, and it's a beautiful thing, but I can't stand these hot flashes, and, I, you know, they wake me up at night. Then there's resistance in that comment and so we have to overcome the resistance and completely let it go and i'm sure claudia given who you are you can just decide that you've done enough and that you're ready to you know it's it's an illusion it's something that is made up within the physical world and you can begin to speak to yourself differently when i'm in that state of whatever it is i just say thank you god for my perfect health Thank you, God, for my perfect health. And when I go to that area in the body where something is is out of sync, creating a physical manifestation of an illness, then I work with that energy on an emotional level in order to transform that part of the physical experience. And because I work with myself as consciousness, it becomes easier all the time. There are some things that are still triggered in me that i am working with overcoming because i have a choice in that moment where i actually want to let it go or not so Mm -hmm. it's you know fine tuning is learning how to pay attention and learning how you want your experience to be and if you truly believe anybody out there see this is the difference between knowing this stuff and experiencing this stuff and of all people claudia i truly believe that you can start reminding yourself of the fact that everything we experience here that is not joy prosperity and love is in fact human and if something in our experience is not that then it is part of our conditioning And, and it's not as easy you know it's easier said than done because we're in a collective of how many billions of people and most of those people believe in menopause therefore it most everybody's experience because of that it becomes a collective belief and that is um, you know, uh, it takes a little longer to individuate, if you will, from that perspective. That's where the dualistic perspective is. I'm this age, therefore I'm experiencing this and all of that. And it can be really hard for women, but uh, menopause, I feel, for most women is just – They have been doing so much for so many their whole life, whether it's kids and a job and a husband and life and all of this, that they've ignored their own process. And this is why I'm saying, you know, when you start really young or early, and I got my wake-up call at 27, 28 years old, when, you know, and you start working on things then, you know, by the time you reach this age of when they say these things are going to happen, you'll be in a totally different place with it all. We don't have to experience anything that we don't want to in that way, and and it's overcoming the conditioning. What a great opportunity for you to just be done with it. It's from a non-resistant place. You know, you're made of love, and and this condition is just something that you created a belief around, perhaps because that's what you were told, and that's pretty pretty normal, yeah. And so it's reminding, it's reminding ourselves of who we really are, which is the love that we are, which is the spirit within that love, and that we are not limited to this experience in any way. And so the the working, working with the golden light is the way that I have learned how to recognize, experience, and deal with myself as consciousness. Therefore, more in control of my experience, not in a controlling way, but in the way that love creates a different experience and the beautiful thing i found about the consciousness of love is that everything changes around it of its own free will now that's not to say that in your experience whether it be a physical illness or a person if they're not open to receiving that love you can be that love all you want and it'll become increasingly uncomfortable uncomfortable for the person who doesn't know themselves or doesn't want to be that but would rather be um you know um siphoning off the love that you are to make their experience better they have to own that for themselves and it's just like you know an illness it's something that kind of draws from you and it's just uh, to me i would look at menopause as something trying to get my attention and usually it's the the built-up emotions for a lot of people that they haven't taken the time to deal with and that's why we say alone time is really important to be able to nurture yourself and taking time for you to nurture you, to learn to love yourself, to value your being as, um, you know, your best friend, your consciousness. So, um, I don't know,
1: I'd have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. So, now, we have a caller, 850491. Let's see what question she has or
3: here. Welcome to studio.
1: Can I you. have your first name and where are you coming from?
3: Uh, Michelle, and I'm calling from Georgia. Hi, Michelle. Welcome. Hi, Michelle. Hey, thank you. I think it's my first time calling your show. So are y'all psychic? Well, Hello? Uh, Hello. Well, yes. (laughs) Well, I kind of got in on the tail end of the show. Um, My daughter
2: is in the hospital,
3: and I just wonder, when do you see her having the baby?
2: When do I see her having a baby or the baby? The baby.
3: <laughs> she she's pregnant. Oh. And she's in the hospital. Okay.
2: Well, let's see here. And in the hospital, but the baby doesn't feel like it's uh term.
3: It's not term, it's uh early.
2: Uh, yeah, she's only six
3: months. She's had all her babies early, but she's six months. All
2: right. Well, that would be a whole other process. Um, well, I feel the way that I, I would deal with that personally is different than the way she's maybe able to. When is she going to have it? Hmm. Yeah. Well, there are definite concerns that, that baby's going to be born real soon.
3: Yep. Yeah, I think. I say be that.
2: Big. Yeah, that's kind of likely, actually. How soon do you see it? I don't like predicting these kinds of things. This is not really my line of work. I'm just saying well, it could go either way. I would say more than likely earlier than not. Um, She can be involved in the process to make the process easier for her if she'd like to. Oh, I I would imagine. I would imagine my body as golden light because it's made of love, the love of God. I would imagine that fetus that's growing as the love that it is. She can communicate with that. you know, she can communicate with the spirit of that being, which is, you know, circling her body right now. So it's kind of 50-50 at this point. But I would say the most important thing for her regardless of when that baby is chooses to come forth is for her, her to be at peace with it regardless.
3: Yeah, she's ready for the baby to come. And I think the hospital is ready for her to have the baby. They wanted to make sure they got the steroid shots in her and she got her third one yesterday. So now they took her off the magnesium. The magnesium was to stop the contractions. They were like every two minutes apart. And she's right. two centimeters dilated and 70% in face. So, Well, may I have her
2: name so I can pray for her?
3: Yes, her name is Adriana. My concern is I don't want her to have the baby on my ex-husband's birthday, which is tomorrow. I'm like, God, I hope she don't have it tomorrow. I hope she has it on my mother's birthday, which is November the 2nd, um, which is five more days. So I'm just wondering if you could tune in on that.
2: Well, I think November 2nd feels like a more viable date that's awesome
1: (laughs) thank you Michelle
3: thank you so much Um, any spiritual messages you can give me
2: um spiritual message the spiritual message I would give to you is just be the love for your daughter and encourage her to be the love too
1: And again, thank you. And also, if you want Michelle or anybody to get the meditation, the Sovereign Experience Meditation, where can they ask, they can ask for that student?
2: Um, If you would like a, a, um, a copy of the Sovereign Experience Meditation, you can email me, please. I'd be happy to send one to you at sovereignmastery at gmail.com.
1: And it feels to me, Sioven, that it is really important for her daughter to listen to that meditation right now. It would really help in your intention. So just
2: absolutely. That's the track she wants to go on. Yeah, It would def- absolutely help. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: please send us an email or send us a request. You can also uh, private message me on Facebook, Claudia Pureco or Sioven, and we can email that to you just send us your email. And thank you for your question, or get into the chat room here, and you can also send us your email, so we can send you that. And um, so let me see. I think we have another one uh, that wants to have a question with you. Hold on. And, Nuri? Yes,
4: I'm here. Do you hear me? Yeah, it's Nuri. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Great. Good I morning. just want to know if, if Good morning. I'm calling from Mexico here. Oh, I have hi. The, I'm Claudia Sister. I'm Claudia sister I mean the spiritual <laughs> I love all this. I love you all the things you just said were beautiful. And I just want Thank to you. know if you have any information for me for for my evolution. I have been working with me for a long time and I'm really happy to be have these opportunities okay are we there
1: yeah we are but probably we lost her we lost the sound I don't know what happened with that but so Hmm. she wants to know if there's anything that that can help her with her evolution
2: absolutely Uh, Maria oh there are you there
4: I am here. I, I put the oh. silence
2: button and I didn't see it. I'm sorry. <laughs> she muted herself. That's okay. <laughs> um, um, Marie, oh, please get us your email address so I can send you a meditation. I think you would really love. Um, the, I keep hearing the name Rosa. Um, I don't know who that is to you, but I keep hearing that name. But I, when I say the name Rosa, I also... Um, I see your, um roses in your heart, so I see that you you know you have a connection to the mother yeah quite a bit i love my i mother, feel I I, yeah the roses are a big uh, they're a flower for you, but there is somebody also named Rosa
4: no, I don't know anyone in particular this I don't remember it's, any anyone with that
2: name with that name. Is that that the literal translation for roses? Correct. Uh
4: Uh-huh. Rose. Okay.
2: Then it is connected to what your connection within your heart to Our Lady then. Definitely. But that was the first thing that came to mind. so as far as your evolution goes, you know, we would be really happy to work with you, um, you know, give you the meditation and then get a hold of us to let us know how it is working for you and with your questions. This is about um, really being the light that you have been, continuing to be that in Mexico City from this immense compassion that you have. Um, the compassion that you have, though, because you're so able to empathize with people can tend to bring you down to their level of suffering rather than keep you in the vibration of compassion. And Our Lady uh, gave me a message a long time ago that she wants you to hear as well, and that suffering is an illusion. Sorrow is an illusion. And so you can help people more um, through being aligned with her compassion which simply allows and holds rather than identifying with that sorrow. It's a very high vibration that you carry in your heart and so she'd like you to nurture the connection to the true compassion in you.
4: I love that. Thank you.
2: No, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Is and there
4: anything else? Another,
1: another caller, 267234, but I don't know if you want to have a question. If you do, please press one. And so, seven, and this is me again. So when mm-hmm. we are talking about, let's go back to the topic. So we're talking about the art of self-healing, and we're talking about getting into the process of always being within the golden light, And mm-hmm. how have how how it happen to you that at times you don't really know if you're in or out? And how do you test yourself when you are in the illusion that you are in, but you're actually out? How do you know?
2: Okay, so how do I know when I'm in resistance and not in resistance? <laughs> That's yeah, really the okay, question. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so when I'm in resistance, I can feel my emotions. Feelings and emotions are different. When you feel a feeling, it's different. You get clarity when you're, when you're feeling an actual feeling, and the only way you can do that is by being buffered. So when I'm in resistance to something, I know that I am not completely contained within the orb of love that I am. So that's when I drop it, and then I inhale the golden light, and I stabilize in that. I've trained myself to be able to inhale the golden light and then open the base of the spine as it comes to the base of the spine and then drop anchor, holding that beam within the form. Um, It takes seconds, like a millisecond. It doesn't even take a whole second to do that. You get better at it, and you don't even have to close your eyes. You just stop, drop, and breathe. And so you can do this anywhere. So I know when I'm in, you know, when I'm not buffered is when I'm just allowing myself to become part of the world through reaction, emotion, um, with negative thinking. I mean, it'll show up in my dreams. It'll tell me what, what vibe that I'm connecting to, even in dream time. It gives me clues to my outer experience through my dream time. So I get it from all angles. But in the moment, if you're thinking negative, drop your energy field. If you're feeling emotional, drop your energy field. And always make sure you inhale it. So that's how I know. When I'm in resistance, I am not, uh, you know, the love that I am. There's no resistance in love, and that's the beauty of it, is that it is non-resistant. So as long as we're working with ourselves when these things happen in a loving way, we can help, you know, become more and more um, the dominant vibration of love within us than the dominant experience of negativity, which a lot of people still have in the world so
1: so I understand it clearly it would be, it would be more when you its like you feel it when you're uncomfortable within yourself like it's something that't make, if you're not feeling fine if you're uncomfortable with your frustrated, angry, or any of those emotions, but not when you're happy and joyful and in a beautiful place, correct? Not every emotion, just those that make you uncomfortable.
2: Joyful and happy is not bouncing off the walls either. (laughs) When you're stable in the love that you are, there's just this calm and this happy that happens. It's not a way of acting love is not an action you know a happy isn't um, how do i say it bouncing off the walls it's not that at all you can be internally enthusiastic to the max and that vibration just vibrates from you uh, without even anyone really seeing an outward expression of that feeling So, um, yeah, there's a a lot of times people will, you know, they, they create happiness from the outside in. What I do brings me happiness. What I do outside of myself brings me spiritual feelings inside. And this is really what we teach people how to do is to create their inner environment and thus recreate their outer environment. And so oh, it yeah, is wonderful yeah. to be happy you know and to stay on the vibe of happiness, but it's not enough just to change your mind to be happy. We're not here to deny emotional or physical reality, you know to f- feel happy. We're here to reclaim the self to be whole, so you're not denying one to feel another
1: and. Just listening you to a radio show wave is not enough. And we want more of your events. And you are always having an offering and things that you can do, like private events, lectures, courses, one-on-one, groups by appointment. How can I learn more about that? And what is it that you recommend for a newbie, someone that just listens to you and wants more of you?
2: Okay, well, we have a YouTube channel, Siobhan Nicolau, YouTube, which is, has a lot of different little clips about different topics and subjects, and we are in the process of creating many more to be uploaded onto that uh, service. So that's a great way to just tune in to different things. Um, we do love to give talks, and we give talks for an hour and a half. We usually put aside two hours. Um, it's you know not a lot per person um, This is if you have a family thing or a group of people you just want to get together And we talk for about an hour and a half and then take questions and so that's always a really fun way to do that as well So that's inexpensive you can do it in a group setting um, you, you can email me at sovereign at gmail.com uh, Going to my website to see what we offer consistently is uh, my name my business line is 650-380-3016, and you can always uh, text me or call me there and connect in that way if you'd like some information on things, too. So there's a number of ways. and So YouTube is a really good way to do that. Also, I have a great book that will give you um, an inside look to my own personal experience Um evolving to up, you know up to about know, seven years ago which is <laughs> between now and then is a whole other book in itself and and then that is also uh you can purchase that on my website uh the book is called the absence of evil love's reclamation of the soul and you can get it in an ebook format or i can send you a physical copy and it's also available on amazon And so that'll show you, for those of you who might be doubting, um, (laughs) if I can do it, anybody can do it, that, you know, you can love your way out of any situation, uh, you know, or love your way into creating another situation. How's that? In another way of being, you know, and that would be the being of your true self, not who you were told you were coming into this existence.
1: Thank you, and I want to um, let everybody know that Sheila and is coming back next year in March. She's going to continue coming here every so often, three times or more, whatever she likes, but it is so exciting, and for people that are looking forward to listening to you next year, it's going to be different than this at three parts the art of self-healing part
2: and what is it that you're envisioning for the next year i'm envisioning um next year seeing a continuation of this work because this is the work i'm here to do the emo- uh, emotional energy transformation is much more than just humans but it begins within us i heal houses the same way um and this is going to be based upon my second book, which I intend to get out next year. And it's more of the metaphysics of, of things, brings it to a scientific level. And then we discuss it. You know, There's all these different things within, within this work. So it takes you more into the science of it and the depth of the work itself. So there are a lot more particulars and things we can discuss. Well,
1: thank you so much. Is there anything else that you wanted to leave us with and for the listeners and callers before
2: we stay with yes yeah um we would encourage you to bring as much of your life into balance as you can before the end of the year optimally and for 2023 to really make God and love and light and happiness and uh, harmony your focus So whatever part of your life that is out of balance that you'd like help with, whether it's your physical home, um, house healing, which we do feng shui cures, and we also do house healings for energy. uh, They work hand in hand. Or whether it's just helping you uh, find harmony within yourself to help um, enhance your already fabulous life, we can really help you. So bring your life into harmony and, um, you know, keep the faith. (laughs) Well,
1: thank you. And um, can if we if we have someone that has listened to the show and mentioned these to you, is there any way they can get a little
2: something extra? Well, sure. Um, how about uh, someone? Met, what was that again? Well, a little we something some, extra. We can give um, what a caller. I I'm not, I didn't hear that. Yes, somebody someone who would like
1: something? this. But they have to contact you, and they have to mention that they listen to you through
2: our shows. Oh, yeah. I'd be happy to give somebody a
1: 15-minute reading. Perfect. Thank you so much for that. And uh, so if you want a 15-minute reading with Shiavan Nicola, contact us, contact her, let her know you listen to her show, and she will gladly do that. Thank you. Yeah. And Thank Thank you. Have a happy uh, weekend and talk to you soon.
2: Thank you so much.